absolute pain of uncertainty. My father, my dear friend, my rock, had suffered on Wednesday of that last two weeks, septicemia. And the sepsis had pushed him into a delirium. My father at the age of 86, with a frail body, was fighting sepsis. Sepsis is no joke. Even a 21-year-old man or a 10-year-old child can die of sepsis so easily. But this was an 86-year-old man that was fighting sepsis with a frail body, weakened immune system, and had gone into delirium. He couldn't rise up. He couldn't speak. The only thing he felt was sensation. And we're reassured of him being alive because he was breathing. Since that Wednesday, up till date, I have not slept profitably. And I said, that Sunday when I came on the air, I was believing God. Because it is only God I know. I don't know anybody else apart from God. And the Holy Spirit reassured in conviction that it is done, I'll do a new thing. And the Holy Spirit said things were going to happen. That show, last two Sundays, was an inspirational one that lifted the lives of people. If you remember, a woman that was about to commit suicide was resuscitated and she called the show. But little did I know that as a Monday after that prayer, that something was going to alter and change me. As a Monday, I called the hospital and I would pray with my dad that couldn't speak or couldn't hear me because he was in delirium. And I asked, was he still breathing? They said the breathing is still fine. But as at 2 p.m. on Monday, the Brennan took a turn for the worse, and he bred his last breath and died. On Monday was one of the greatest devastation I suffered in my life. Then between Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I had to make arrangements for the burial because he said he didn't want his body to be left for a while. In my grief, and in the grief of millions of people out there, you ask questions. Was it that God failed? No. God never fails. He didn't fail me. Am I hurt? Yes. Am I happy about the outcome? Yes. Did God fail? Never. Because in my grief, when God was saying a new beginning, I might not have known the interpretation, 
But death is a new beginning. It is done means it is finished. It was time for him to go away from the pains of the earth. Was it the outcome I wanted? No. I do not know the outcome. But what I know is that God leaves and he reigns in the affairs of men. So one thing you need to know, despite the grief, is that God can never fail. And this is from a man that just lost his father, that is grieving, that will probably grieve for another God knows when, because of the attachment and the love he has for his father. His father was the center of his world. And you know, sometimes I feel his passing means that light has gone out of my life. And you know, today Yemi was just trying to take a promotional picture that I was back on the radio. But guess what? And he said, Rufai, smile. Well, I remember what I told Yemi that I don't have a reason to smile. And truly, I have not had a reason to smile in over two weeks. Probably at some point in my life, I will have a reason. Probably it's because I'm dealing with grief. Probably it's because of what I'm going through emotionally. But in all of this, God doesn't fail. And it is hard for me to say that. Because I feel hurt. But in my grief, one thing I'll never separate is the fact of the matter and the emotion of the matter. The fact of the matter is that God doesn't fail. The emotion of the matter is that I want my dad back alive. The fact of the matter is it's not possible. The emotion of the matter is, oh, God can do anything. One thing grief does to all of us is that it beclouds reason, which is good. But in all of this, your capacity to hold on to what God says about the situation is what matters. Because if you're swayed by your emotion, you will not have the temerity to face the ordeal that will come with the grief. And trust me, it's not an easy thing to grief. It's not an easy thing to face the emotion of being downcast. It's a place no one wants to go. But also, there is a strength the Holy Spirit gives at a time that everything feels ridiculously low. So grief is a journey. Some even have five stages of grief. Some other talk about the different stages of grief. I'm still going through that. But one thing I'll let you know is that God didn't fail. And how did God didn't fail? God used my own father's situation to save a life.
in your grief, God turns something around. If for anything, the woman that was suicidal, that my pain led the Holy Spirit to say, if I go out there and speak those words from your mouth, and it touched somebody, if one woman could leave, that my father could die, then God be praised. Because our lives are not for ourselves alone. In fact, our lives are the sacrifices to uplift generation. And if my grief could be what will waken somebody up, then God be praised. Because the love of Christ at which he upholds us is eternal. And it is the eternity that is our consolation. So I thank God that in the grief and in the hopelessness of heart I feel that God was still doing miracles and touching people's lives. Our lives are incumbent on the miracles God does for us. Our lives are incumbent on the capacities God brings to us. Our lives are incumbent on what God says. Despite our circumstances, God is God and he'll never die and he's not a liar. And concerning my dad's situation, when God said it is done, there are new beginnings, it was his word. God can never die. He can never lie. Anything he says is not up for negotiation or bargaining. Because God is God. So no matter who you are grieving in any part of the world listening to me. God is absolutely God. And our grief and pain, despite our heart, we pray to God, will never change what he wants to do. And of all of this, all the glory must be to God. Don't get me wrong, it is hard to say. I am hurting. I probably will be driving back to my home and crying in the car as a result of grief. I am pained. I can't make sense of what has hit me. And truly, I can't make sense of it. And I'm not going to come here and lie to you about how macho I am as a man. Because when God said, Rafael, go and impact my generation, he said, impact them in totality, even with your vulnerabilities. So I'm not coming here to tell you that I'm a macho man that will surmount the challenges of life in one fell sweep. I'm not here to tell you that I would not cry. I'm not here to tell you that I'm not crying. I'm not here to tell you that I don't wake up in the middle of the night to cry and grieve. What I'm here to tell you is that God is God. That's the fact of the matter. And he doesn't change. 
And no matter what we've gone through doesn't change God. No matter the challenges of life, no matter how people push us around and hurt us, doesn't change God. No matter the insensitivity towards us, doesn't change God. What God will do is he will be with you in the fire like he has been with me. In my grief, people have been most hopeless to me. Somebody was so concerned in the week about my traffic infraction rather than me losing my father. And a very reputable person in society had to bring that up. And somebody will have wondered, didn't he get the memo that this guy is grieving, he had just lost his father? When I even posted a message on my social media, people even attacked me from saying, respect my privacy while I grieve. What does all of this teach you? That people will be as insensitive to your plight as anything else. But the only person that gets you is God. While I was grieving, people still abused me. Albeit because of their political leanings. They still abused me. Somebody even sent a message and now that he's lost his father, maybe this will break him. He'll not be able to do his work. And I laughed and I said that my duty is unto God. My duty for better Nigeria is my worship to God. And I will be objective and I will be fair to all in asking the questions I ask for a better Nigeria. It's my duty as unto God. And no matter of intimidation or blackmail will stop my duty to God. So that's just to show you that in your moment of grief, a lot of people will still want to hurt you even further. You say to yourself that don't they understand the level of grief? But that's the way people are. So that's why you should never put your gaze on man, but put it on God. Because for them, it is about them and what makes them happy. But it is only a foolish man that celebrates in the hurt of another man because he forgets that life is a cycle. So when a lot of people are even celebrating in my grief, I tell them, God bless you. Because there is nothing else I can tell them. The Bible talks about blessing adversaries. But my service unto God is supreme. So another thing why you should lean on God in your grief is because he's the only one that understands you. Human being that you want to lean on will fail you. They will come and say all sorts of things, but it is only God that understands and gives you the resolute strength to carry on in the dark times of life.
But the way God works is that people that least expect will be there also for you. And you, I thank all of them. But for some people, it's always about what they could do to spite. What grief has taught me, and I hope that this helps a lot of people grieving, is that you need God more than anything. He's the compass that directs you. And he's the focus of your life. And when the sad time comes, he's the one that helps you. Despite the attitude and the destructive tendencies of environment. He's your peace when trouble blows. He's the one that holds you when the times are rough. And when he is for you, the multitude can be against you, but he is your conviction. In my grief, I had to look and look again. But it is only God that says, if I keeps pushing. Because I said to you that there's a new beginning. And I said to you that it is done. Just watch me do that new thing. And I said to you that you are making a formidable impact in the lives of millions of Nigeria. I've put you as a person to impact every facet of life. So if people want to bring you down because you are making impact in the political sphere, asking the real questions, they can go ahead, but I am standing with you in your grief, and I will do a new thing. The new thing is incumbent on me, your God. And that's the word he's saying to us at a time like this. And let me tell you, not everybody would be able to absolutely understand it. And that's why, please, what you should never lose in a time of greed, even if your emotions fail you, is God. Because human beings will fail you. Human beings will say they care so much, but you will know that they are human in the end. You will even know that some that console with you in grief is for their own selfish reasons. That's why they console, so that they can tell other people that, mm. so that they will not say, we didn't call him, or we called him, or we condoled with him. But it is only God that loves you unconditionally. And it is the only one that is truly there for you in the time of sadness, in the time of pain, 
in the time of disgust, in the time of distrust, in the time of hopelessness, It is only God that can stand for you. It is only God that can heal you. It is only God It is only God that can do all of that to you at a point in time like this. Nobody else can heal you. Nobody else can stand for you. In your moment of grief, the people that you think are closest to you will mutilate you. But it is only God. And that's why in the coming days, more things will be happening. I'll be putting up new platforms where I'll be streaming this show. I'll be putting up new platforms where I'll be streaming the show. I've created a new YouTube page, Rufai Hosseini. And I'll be streaming the show from that platform. We'll also be proceeding a lot of discourse via that platform. Because life will throw to you its challenges. But it is only God that heals the heart. Zero seven hundred nine zero three nine zero three nine zero three zero seven hundred nine zero three. 903-903-903. You can call us up on the phone lines. This Sunday morning. 